your success is going to require failure and it's going to require grit. But that's not necessarily all it has to be. And that's why I'm telling you to remember the happy moments and the key moments and really stay present in those moments of joy so that you can come back to that. We flow on through life because change is the only constant. But that idea is difficult when you're constantly fixated on everything but the present moment. So let's take a step back and reflect on all of the patterns that don't allow us to work from a place of love and purpose. My name is Selena Dawn, and this is Flow on the Podcast, where we dig deep into our subconscious to begin developing awareness of the different perspectives, habits, and practices that will introduce us to our new lives. Let's harness that state of flow together to bring us closer to who we are as individuals and to what our purpose is within our communities. So grab a warm drink and try to keep an open mind as you explore life with me over the next few minutes. What's up, family? Welcome to week four of our four-part series where we start to shift our perspective of 2020. We've reflected on seven different areas of our lives over the last couple of weeks, and these areas include our career, our finances, our physical environment, physical health, our recreational activities that we decided to partake in, our relationship with our friends and family, and most importantly, our relationship with ourselves. And today, we will be talking about my favorite part of this whole series, and we'll be talking about our life goals, how to set goals for 2021, and how to actually create a plan and, you know, make sure that we're accomplishing these goals. And at the very end, I'll give you guys some little productivity hacks to help you stay focused on your end goal. Be sure to grab a journal today because we'll be writing a lot of information down, and you'll be asking yourself some pretty detailed questions like the last couple of weeks. But first, I want to start by talking about the different accomplishments and achievements that you have done this year and that you found yourself in. We'll start our journaling practice by writing everything down in regards to what achievements that you had this year. And don't forget that these are achievements that are based on your where you are in your life right now this is not to compare yourself to how everyone else lived their years in 2020 this is simply just to reflect and to acknowledge all of the different areas that you've progressed in this year Um, it it was very easy to compare ourselves to other people on social media but that's what we're going to try and refrain from doing today So a few different questions that you'll want to ask yourself include what made me feel most fulfilled this year? Um, What have I offered to another person? How was I in service to another person? This doesn't necessarily have to mean, you know, giving people money or um, working for someone or for my hospitality people. This doesn't necessarily mean service to others in regards to work. This is in respect to are were you volunteering were you mentoring someone did you make someone feel valuable this year did you make someone feel loved um so really tap into those intangible things that you could have done for other people and also reflect on what you were proud of of yourself 
take a look at all of the different areas and see what you wrote down in regards to the things that you were most proud of that you accomplished this year. And remember, do not compare yourself to others because that's not what we're doing and that's what you should not be doing. Compare yourself to, the, to how you were at the beginning of the year. That's the only kind of comparison that you should be making. So after we kind of reflect on all of our, our accomplishments and um, achievements, let's take a look and see at what your big ultimate why is. We have to t think in long term. So like think, think. <laughs> think five to ten years from now. Well, think in terms of all of the areas that we've discussed so that we can break down these goals even further and get more specific because the way that we're going to be setting our 2021 goals is going to be off of the five to ten year plan and goal that we have. So when you're thinking about these goals, think about what kind of an impact you want to make in the future um, in regards to your community, to your children, to your family. Um, think about all the different sacrifices that you are willing to make because if you know what you're willing to sacrifice, those days that you feel like it's so difficult to continue on with the plan or with the goal, you're going to make some sacrifices. That's a part of, you know, success. Um, think Also think about all the different obstacles that could come up. So for instance, if you set a goal for, uh, let's say you're trying to lose weight and part of your breakdown is going to be, I need to go to the gym five times a week. Okay, so if something comes up in your life and you're not able to do that, you need to create a plan for that so that you still accomplish those goals, whether that be working out at home and actually working out and not just saying you did. Um, but you want to kind of foresee what could come up so that you have a plan for it. And one of my favorite parts um, of this this. Uh, I guess planning is going to be making a vision board. So I actually just did this for my 2021 year uh, yesterday and I made it on Canva so it's super easy and I put it as my screensaver. Um, Canva is like a I guess like a digital web designer thing. It's a website. It's a fr it's free to sign up, and they have a bunch of different templates that you could use. Um, so I'll share mine on Instagram so that you guys actually by the time that I share it, you'll probably be listening to this podcast. Um, so it'll be on my Instagram. Um, but it helps to see your goals every day and every morning so that you keep your mind like you keep your mind in tune with what you're trying to accomplish because it'll make those hard days and it'll make you know staying on the plan easy easier so in order to set ourselves up for success in 2021 like I said earlier we have to have to have to set specific goals and have a system for ourselves for checking in whether that be an accountability partner or a coach a mentor or even just you know a weekly check-in or a daily check-in with yourself on your phone um, it helps me to actually have a to-do list 
least wow I really can't talk today I'm gonna leave this in because it's kind of funny um but you want to have something that you can look back on and see all of the different accomplishments that you've had so you'll come to see this later in the podcast but we'll talk about the different ways to break down your 2021 goals into quarterly monthly weekly and daily goals so that you can keep track and you can stay motivated Um, We'll first start by looking at the six different steps of goal setting. So this is actually going to be the main portion of this podcast. Um, We'll decide on a specific goal and we'll set a time frame. So we're going to start to use the SMART tactic, which means it's an acronym. So it means S is for specific, M is for measurable, A is for achievable, R is for realistic, and T is for time-bound. So visualize and really get clear on what that 2021 goal or ultimate goal is going to be, and we'll start to imagine your day-to-day life living in the shoes of that future you, and this is why the journaling aspect is so important because you need to be able to create it into a tangible thing. Post-it notes help a lot too. The next step is going to be committing to your goal by writing it down. And again, journaling, man, journaling is going to keep you stuck on your goals and it'll make sure that you're actually following through because when we write down what our goals are we actually start to solidify them and we start to discover our why even further and we gain clarity on what we're trying to do so hold yourself more accountable to your own success by writing it down because a goal not written down is only a wish so our third step is going to be to create a plan So this is kind of like the key part of goal setting is actually having a plan to reach and attain these goals. Um, I've noticed for myself that it's a lot easier to create a plan when I know what the end goal is. So what my goal for 2021 is. The key is to know what that goal is and to start to work backwards and reverse engineer it. So figure out what steps you would have to take in order to reach your goal and write it down. Figure out what the big goals are in achieving the end goal and then start to break them down into smaller goals that you can achieve weekly, monthly, or quarterly. Um, For instance, if it's weight related, start with what your end weight goal is and then take a look at the steps that you would need to take to get there. For instance, look at your diet, look at how you're going to work out and then break them down into smaller goals like exercising three to five times a week or going for a walk once a day because the more specific you get, the more likely you are to follow through and the more attainable they are going to be. Um, So step four is going to be to create a timeline. So this goes back to the SMART um, ways of setting goals. So a big struggle we have these days is the need for immediate gratification. We're so used to getting what we want instantly from ordering stuff online to even Googling something that we don't know. So breaking down your goals and setting a timeline on them will help with the mindset shift necessary to reach long-term goals because it'll allow us to see our progress and it'll allow you to actually cross things off your list day to day for those of you that like doing that. So being able to do this will remind you that your little accomplishments 
are ultimately the ladder to your success because we just have to be able to take one step a day and understand that this is all a part of our ultimate plan. Another very, very important part that we simply (laughs) tend to forget is actually taking action on your goals, y'all. Like, you have to take action and do all of the steps that you created and you wrote out because I mean (laughs) the action steps are literally what gets us there yet we're so scared of taking these steps but that's the thing if we are not afraid of our goals then our goals aren't big enough so you have to make sure that you are still following through and like I said this is where an accountability partner is going to be very helpful or work with a friend who is you know trying to achieve goals as well hold each other accountable this is how we progress each other and progress ourselves beyond what we thought we were even capable of So please, 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 please make sure that you're actually taking action on your goals and make sure that you are always reflecting on what your plan is. And this leads us to our next, our final step actually is to reevaluate and reassess. So when we are actually looking and progressing throughout our goals and throughout our plan we'll start to you know you may realize that your goal from when you first started this plan may not necessarily be aligned with who you are at that point you may be three months in and be like yo my my goal changed and that's okay that's important it's really really important to remember that we might grow out of our goals and that's not a bad thing at all remember that change is the only constant so if you're allowing yourself to grow you have to let your goals grow alongside with you so reflect and reassess and reevaluate those goals to make sure that they're still aligned with your purpose because I mean I mean 2020 is kind of a a rare (laughs) event but my goals from the beginning of 2020 have most definitely shifted um, towards the middle of 2020 to where it is now. So you got to be able to shift along with what you feel passionate with. So when you realize this though, make sure that you write it down and see how it feels for a week. Try and set a plan. It's necessary to not quit immediately just because things get hard this goes back to an accountability partner again you want to make sure that if you are on the verge of possibly switching up your whole plan and letting go of a goal it's because you don't feel aligned with it it's not because it just got really hard one day um hold tight to all of the moments of joy along your journey so that on those days that it is difficult, you'll remember why you're actually doing this because you don't want to just throw away your goal one day because you feel like it doesn't align with you anymore just to realize that, you know, that actually does align with you. That was just a really, really rough day. And I think it's key to remember that our growth is ultimately finding that balance within ourselves and it's a matter of being able to shift when we need to shift but being able to stay consistent even on the days that it becomes really difficult Um, your success is going to require failure and it's going to require grit 
but that's not necessarily all it has to be and that's why I'm telling you to remember the happy moments and the key moments and really stay present in those moments of joy so that you can come back to that. Now that we've talked about the six steps of goal setting in detail, I'm just going to reflect back on every single one of them real quick, um, and then we'll talk about our productivity hacks. So step one is going to be using the SMART tactic to create specific goals and setting a time frame for each of those goals. Step two is to commit by writing it down. Step three is to create a plan and step four is to utilize a timeline and really dissect that plan and create a daily, weekly, monthly, and quarterly plan for yourself. Step five is going to take action on each of these daily tasks, um, weekly tasks, and keep track of them so that you can feel motivated throughout your journey. Um, And step six, finally, is to reevaluate and reassess your goals to make sure that you are still aligned with your values and your purpose. And now, on to the productivity hacks. Um, So first, we're going to talk about the 80-20 rule, which is the Pareto Principle. You can easily Google this as well. I'm just going to give you some brief run-throughs of each of these hacks, Um, but this This one is developed by a management consultant um, whose name was Joseph Duran, and this Pareto principle was actually named after an Italian economist named Vilfredo Pareto. So the idea behind it is that 20% of your actions will yield 80% of the results. So ultimately, you'll do the 20% of the most important tasks, and then the rest, the 80% follows along. So in sales, for instance, depending on your role, when you do the 20% of your most important tasks, your 80% will fall into place, like my role as an executive assistant. My boss, a realtor, will do 20%, which includes lead generation, talking to clients, um, spiels, and practicing her spiels with me. And then the 80% that's part of her 100% are going to be my 20% as her executive assistant. So it'll be like the follow-up, the other remedial task that she doesn't need to be working on. But if you don't have that backup person, you can still just do the 20% and all of the other stuff will just kind of, like I said, fall into place. Um, I highly recommend looking into this, like YouTube is a phenomenal resource for all of these different productivity hacks. And really, YouTube is just a phenomenal resource in general. I have probably learned more from YouTube than I ever did in school. Um, So I highly recommend looking at a video about all of these different hacks that I'm about to tell you. Um, But the next one is going to be the 12 y the 12 week year by brian moran and michael lennington this is actually a book um and the idea is similar to the four hour work week um it's the idea that a year is not 52 weeks but 12 weeks so there are studies that show businesses having the most progress at the end of the year so in the last three months because we (laughs) tend to just kind of procrastinate as human beings and put aside all of our goals until the end of the year because we think we can accomplish them and then sometimes we don't accomplish any of them Um, sometimes we do but the idea is that we can accomplish more by breaking down our year into four different um, sections basically so 12 weeks 
will be creating a timeline for 12 weeks and creating goals for the 12 weeks and then that sense of urgency will keep us consistent and then eventually we'll accomplish more it's a little bit more intense to do it this way but honestly for all of my procrastinators this has helped me a ton um so I am actually doing this tonight for myself and I'm gonna plan out my upcoming year in four quarters and trying to do the 12-week plan for my business and for um, just some personal goals that I have. The last couple of things that I just want to say is you want to focus on good execution each day and each week. Don't necessarily focus on the results and the fact that you may not be getting the results immediately. This goes back to the immediate gratification. All of our actions, because we created a plan, will lead to our final goal. But it's a matter of staying consistent in these actions. We can't just expect ourselves to progress if we're, you know, we can't expect ourselves to lose weight if we are working out, let's say, twice a week. And we're just never going to hit our goal if we don't actually execute on the plan that we have. And the final hack that I have is to time block. This has been so valuable in my life lately is time blocking. So this is taking the idea that, okay, so my morning routine is going to take me two hours because I like to read, I like to stretch, I like to do the whole thing in the morning. So if I wake up at 6 o'clock, 6 to 8 o'clock, I'm doing all of that stuff. 8 o'clock to 9 o'clock, I'm commuting to work, um, listening to a podcast or something. 9 o'clock until 5 o'clock, I time block each of my tasks throughout the day. So if I'm doing um, social media campaigning, I will put that down for, say, three hours. We get better at time blocking the more that we stay consistent with it and the more that we actually pay attention to how long each task takes us. So be on top of it, you know, actually time yourself and see how long each of your tasks will take you so that you can get better at being more accurate with your time blocking. And the more accurate you are with your time blocking, the more productive you'll eventually be. So now that we've gone through all of the different steps in gaining clarity on what your five to ten year goal is, on what questions to ask yourself to gain clarity, on how to measure your goals, and also some productivity hacks, what are you going to accomplish in 2021? What are some of your goals? I challenge you to share your goals with me or with others and have them hold you accountable reach for the stars y'all like 2020 was showing us that anything can happen and that doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing we can really really shift our perspective and utilize that as an opportunity to grow beyond what we ever thought we were capable of so if you are still having difficulty please you know dm me schedule a call with me and let's discuss some different ways to get you clear and on the path of your own success I am going to call it a night and I will see you all next week. And if you have any questions, please let me know. I am happy to help and I am happy to be of any assistance to you. Take care, y'all. Hello, my loves. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Flow On with Selena Dawn. If you liked our content, please don't forget to like this episode and subscribe to my channel so you don't miss a beat. Also, leave your thoughts in the comments below and share this episode with a loved one to continue growing our community. 
I hope you have a wonderful week and I'll catch you next Sunday. Stay safe, stay strong, and flow on. Thank you.